you know, I, I tell this story and I know that my, my friend Simon Sinek tells it also. When I first met him, he sat in my office for half an hour and talked about his idea for half an hour. And at the end of the half hour, he thought that I was not impressed. For some reason, I must have had something on my mind. But I was dazzled and I said, this guy is going to achieve great things and we must publish his book. And we made him an offer the next day and we were able to get the book. And we've been working together for the last 10 years very successfully. Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by leading innovators to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of innovation consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. Today's interview is another one that I recorded at TED 2019 when I was over in Vancouver for the five-day conference a few weeks ago. Um, And as I've mentioned in previous episodes, there were meeting rooms, but none of them were soundproof. So there is a little bit of background noise that you might be able to hear in the back of it, although I think we've uh, gotten rid of most of it in the editing process. Now, have you ever wanted to write a book and get it published? Or maybe you've already done so. Now, if you have any interest in this field, I think that you'll like today's interview, which is with Adrian Zakheim. Adrian is the founder and publisher of Portfolio, a business book imprint at Penguin Random House. At Portfolio, Adrian has published best-selling books such as Purple Cow by Seth Godin, Start With Why by Simon Sinek, and The Smartest Guys in the Room by Bethany McLean and Peter Elkund. More recently, they published Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport, who I had on the show recently, and they've also published many of Ryan Holiday's books, who's one of my favourite writers. So I seriously feel like every second great business book that I read is published by Portfolio. So I was very keen to talk to Adrian about his approach to book pitching and making decisions about which books to publish. So this is a shortish interview episode because we were squeezing it into a very short break during TED, but I think it's a really relevant one if you're a current or aspiring writer. So I hope you enjoy it. And now over to Adrian. Well, Adrian, it's great to be sitting here. As I said, you've published some of my absolute favorite books. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's good to know. Yeah, I, I would love to know, like, for you, what makes a great book? Because you would have read a lot of them, I imagine. There are many criteria. There are the ideas, of course. There's the power of the author's voice. There's the the place it fits into the conversation. That's probably one of the more important and most significant criteria. We're engaging with authors uh, at the very beginning of the process or quite early in the process. The book still has to be written, of course. And so we're making a calculation about how the national conversation about the topic is going to progress over the time between when we engage with the author and when the book is likely to be published. Yeah, that's an interesting one because it's generally about sort of 18 months from reading the book proposal to hitting shelves. I mean, 18 months to two years. I mean, it can be shorter, but generally it's about that long. Yeah, so part of your job is kind of being a futurist, I guess. Well, in a very short-term sense, yeah. But uh, certainly you don't want to publish a book that is going to be really uh, completely out of date by the time you publish it. And so, of course, books, we're always looking for books that have a certain durability. Ideas that are really better served by a book than they are by a podcast or by a blog post or by a magazine article or by, by you know, a lot of other media that, that come to market faster. 
Having been in the business for so long, is that now pretty easy for you to spot or like is it a gut instinct thing? Every book is different. Some some books have ideas that, that are obviously perishable but vital while they're still fresh and other books really seem to be very durable and, and the, the, you know, the time to market is less of a concern and, and you just have to make an evaluation about the book as you're considering it. Yeah, and how, how do you make a decision? Have you got a process for, for weighing up whether to say yes to a book proposal or no? Well, the thing you need to remember is that uh, the process for, for acquisition for books is, 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 is not happening in isolation. It's a very competitive process. And there are, there are ideas being proposed by individuals, often being represented by literary agents, as well as a constant outreach from us, from my team, to, to authors and to institutions that might have books in them. And on the topic of book pitches, because I would imagine, even though you're proactively searching out writers, I imagine you would receive a lot of pictures, mm-hmm. like on paper, I certainly in, in do, person. Yeah. Like every day. Like many. every day. How, like how many pictures are you receiving like in a typical week, let's say? I, you know, I shudder to think. I mean, if it's, it, they don't all come to me personally, but I would say to our organ, my organ, you know, my team, I don't know, dozens, maybe a hundred, I don't know, something like that. Wow. What, what makes a great pitch for you? Like, is there maybe one that you've received in the last, I don't know, six, 12 months that, that was a standout that, you know, you could talk about? I've, I've received many extraordinary pitches and, and some of them we're going to be publishing and some of them, to be honest, other publishers are publisher, be, publishing because, as I said, it's a competitive marketplace. And everybody assigns a different value to every book. We don't find out really what the book is worth until after it's published. And there are, of course, many people out there who would say even then we don't really know what it's worth because if it wasn't published the right way or if it was the wrong moment or whatever, the book might not have had, you know, the success that it, it should have had. I mean, I'm thinking right now of a, of a proposal I got, uh, for a book that was, that was just about written that was extraordinarily good. I mean, here's an interesting quandary. There are, there are, there are pitches for books that take the form of a finished manuscript. There are proposals that take the form of a professionally crafted proposal, uh, that has been crafted by a pro and, 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 and refined and refined and refined so that it paints a picture of a non-existent book as if that it actually existed, but it doesn't. And many times these proposals sweep us off our feet and then we find out that actually there really wasn't a book there. And other instances, well, I mean, I remember, you know, I, I tell this story and I know that my, my friend Simon Sinek tells it also. When I first met him, he sat in my office for half an hour and talked about his idea for half an hour. And at the end of the half hour, he thought that I was not impressed. For some reason, I must have had something on my mind. But I was dazzled. And I said, this guy is going to achieve great things. And we must publish his book. And we made him an offer the next day. And we were able to get the book. And we've been working together for the last 10 years very successfully. But there was no, as I recollect, there was no proposal at all. It was just a pitch. Wow. What Do you, do you remember like what what it was about that pitch that dazzled you? Well, in that case, it was really about his... He, he talked a lot about Apple Computer, and he talked about how the other computer companies were in the business of, of making machines, and, and Apple was in the business of making innovations and changing the way people operated in the world. And, and therefore, they, they just were not competing with any of their competitors. And, and I thought that was... 
a useful insight. How how much of it comes down to I guess like you know when when you're hearing and, and marvelously yeah. explained by the way. I could imagine because yeah. I could imagine like the personality of the author in that kind of case mm-hmm. is is going to mm-hmm. be helping and their pitch. Turned, he turned out to be a great explainer. Yeah, and and so like if if you had to kind of I guess put it down to certain ingredients like that that make a great pitch, are there certain things you know that. I guess you're looking for, or that you know, when you see, you kind of think, "Yep, that that seems pretty good." A vo- the voice, a voice of authority, that's authoritative for some reason, because people really want to read books that they can, they, where they believe that what they're hearing is is based on something more significant than somebody's opinion. A, a perspective that is possible and unfamiliar, and, and even a little bit destabilizing, so that it can light up a, a formerly obs- unclear or obscure idea, um, utility, a, an idea set that is obviously useful for some reason, perhaps because we haven't heard it before or because we've never heard it put that way before. Um, provocative, uh, makes us think about things that are outside of the, that are about the book and beyond the book. And I think this applies to a lot of the writers and books that we've been most successful with over the years, not just Simon, but many other yeah, writers yeah. whose work I, we've admired. And what would like what would surprise people about the way that you work? If someone was kind of just sitting on your shoulder watching a typical week in your life, what what would they find surprising? I have to admit that before I before I worked in publishing, I, I really couldn't imagine what people did all day because they thought books just sort of happened. Since that's not the truth, and since books are the result of the work of many hands and an intense collaboration. I think perhaps what people would be surprised by would be the amount of time and energy and care that we and, and the authors put in to deeply understanding uh, how to talk about a book, uh, how to bring what's on the outside of a book into, the, into alignment with what's inside the book, uh, to expedite the process so that people can get how the book can be useful to them in a nanosecond, which is really all the time we have. And it is a very free-form, very unstructured process, a lot of it, because every book is a, you know, it's a bespoke object that comes into existence by some mysterious process. I can imagine, like, just all the all the complexities, like, people I would probably be surprised that it takes, like, 18 months to two years from concept to getting a book on To shelf. get it written and then and then to, to talk about what it should look like and what it should feel like and what it, what we should say about it and how people might think about it and how people will talk to each other about it. All of that has to be and is endlessly discussed. Endlessly. And at a conference like TED, I, I'm curious, like, what's your... Are you, you're a regular at TED, I think you're here. I've been here a few times. Yeah. I think this is number three. Yeah, okay. What's, what's your approach to the week? Like, you know, what, what are you looking for? Well, it, first of all, it's, you, I'm, I'm going to be listening to 100, whatever, however many speakers, 100 or so. I mean, I'm here to let those watch over me and to be inspired and to be instructed and to learn things that I didn't think I thought I needed to know and also, you know, to hear people speaking on subjects that I have opinions about and that I'm well-informed about because it's a mix of all those things. Uh, and then also this incredible community of, of very smart and diverse people who have all kinds of opinions and uh, many of whom, and then I encounter writers that I work with, that I want to work with, that I will work with, who I'm currently working with, and our whole world, our community of 
people who are involved in business media and in, in the writing and the promotion and the promulgation of books, the selling of books, the you know every aspect of our of our world. So it's it's a little bit like having the opportunity to interact with everybody in in this fantastically stimulating setting. Fantastic. It's certainly fun. I, I I won't pretend that it's not fun. Um, but usually I come away with, you know, we usually come away with one or two books that we're going to publish and, and the opportunity to either work with an author on a book or to discuss a book. or to, So it, it advances the cause in a lot of ways. Um, and look, my final question for you is what's, what's the best book that you've read in the last year or one of? I just finished a book called Americana, a novel about by an African writer set in Africa that I thought was absolutely extraordinary. Um, I'm just in the middle of reading a new biography of Winston Churchill, which I'm taking a lot of notes on. I'm just finishing up reading the final draft of Simon Sinek's new book for us, which is fantastic. When's that coming out? Um, in the fall. So I'm, I have the privilege of reading fiction and nonfiction, biography, as well as business books. Well, look, Adrian, it's been so interesting chatting to you and hearing about the world inside portfolio. So thank you so much for your time. Uh, my pleasure. It was good fun. That's it for today's show. I hope that if you are an aspiring or current writer that you got one or two useful tips out of my short chat with Adrian. And as usual, if you're enjoying How I Work please leave a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this podcast. It is fantastic getting feedback from listeners such as yourself and it brings a huge smile to my face. So thank you if you're one of the uh, now many people that have left a review. Uh, It's very, very appreciated. So that's it for today and I will see you next time.